This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL, loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers. IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K through 12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. I have personally used IXL with students to support them in math, and I love that it focused on the skills that students needed and could help differentiate learning for them. I was also able to look at the data and use that information to inform my instruction. Do you want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast, where we explore the challenges of burnout for teachers and share practical strategies to support teacher well-being. I'm your host, Barb Flowers. If you're a teacher looking for ways to prevent burnout or an educational leader searching for strategies to support your team, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about self-care for educators. This is the second part of a series And we're going to be talking about prioritizing healthy eating. So I think this is such an important topic. And when we think of self-care, we usually don't necessarily think about eating healthy. So we're going to talk about why that's so important today. So I wanted to start by just reminding you the importance of what self-care does for us. So according to an article by Psychology Today, I shared this last time, quality self-care is linked to improve mental health with benefits like enhanced self-esteem, self-worth, increased optimism, a positive outlook on life, and lower levels of anxiety and depression. It also can help build your resilience so you can bounce back from stressful situations better. So that's why we talk about self-care so much and why it's so important is because there's so much linked to our mental health with self-care and it helps build that resilience. So if we get stressed, we're able to bounce back versus um, maybe getting overwhelmed or chronically stressed, which eventually will lead to burnout. So I wanted to start by just talking about how nutrition has an impact on our overall mental, physical, and emotional health. Because I don't know about you, but when I eat healthy, I feel so much better. Not only do I feel like, yes, I got this, I'm so healthy, and you know, I'm going to lose a few pounds because I'm on plan with a nutrition program or just feeling better about myself because I could stick to healthy eating, but there's also so many other benefits. So um, the first one is energy levels. Having a balanced diet ensures that you have an adequate intake of healthy carbohydrates, which gives you energy because some diets and plans that people follow take out carbohydrates and you need those carbohydrates to give you energy. It also helps with our physical health and disease prevention. So this is probably the one we know about the most, that nutrition helps us um, have a healthy body weight. It supports optimal organ function and it reduces the risk of chronic diseases such as heart disease diabetes, cancers, obesity. So having that diet high in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and healthy fats, it provides our bodies the essential nutrients and antioxidants that promote cellular health, but also protect our body against stress. So it not only helps us physically, but it helps against stress. It helps disease prevention. There's just so many things nutrition does for us. But Um, It also helps our immune system function. So um, I don't know what 
type what level you're teaching at or an educator in, but I'm in an elementary building where kids are always sick and they don't have the best hygiene practices. So their noses are snotty. You have to remind them to sanitize and wash their hands. And so there's always sicknesses going around. And having adequate nutrition is crucial for building up your immune system. So having nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, um, and antioxidants support immune function that will help fight off those infections and all the sicknesses going around in your school. And it also will help have faster recovery. So if you do get sick, you should be able to recover faster. Um, Good nutrition also helps our skin health. So your skin looks better, especially if you're hydrating a lot. It protects against sun damage. It promotes collagen. So your skin just looks better when you eat healthier. It also helps our digestive health. So having a healthy diet that has fiber-rich foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, it promotes good digestive health. The biggest thing I think for me that nutrition does that I wanted to focus on is mental health and cognition. So nutrition influences our brain function and mental well-being. I think this is the area we don't always think about when it comes to nutrition. We think about how it affects our weight and our physical health, but it really does affect our mental health. Certain nutrients such as omega-3 fatty acids, B vitamins, and antioxidants are linked to improve cognitive function, memory, and mood regulation, which is why, um, I don't know if you've heard, but about fish oil being so important for you because it really does help with your memory and your mood. Um, On the other hand, diets and high processed foods, unhealthy fats, added sugars, they're associated with increased risk of mental health issues like depression and anxiety. So Having healthy foods helps improve our cognitive function and having unhealthy foods actually helps um, to make us more at risk for depression and anxiety. I wanted to share just a couple of studies with you as well. According to an article from Very Well Fit, diets high in processed foods usually mean that less real foods consumed, which results in the body becoming deficient in vitamins, minerals that are needed to support your mood, emotional health, and overall well-being. According to an article from Harvard in 2023, people who eat diets high in ultra-processed foods, such as packaged cereals, frozen meals, sweets, they have a higher chance of feeling depressed and anxious than those who eat fewer of those foods, and they have an increased risk of cognitive decline. And then according to an article from the New York Times, a 2022 study that followed nearly 11,000 Brazilian adults over 10 years found a correlation between eating ultra-processed foods and worse cognitive function, so their ability to learn, remember, reason, and solve problems. So there's a lot of research just right there, and I know there's a ton more that talk about just how processed foods impact your brain health and your mental health. Um, I read a book called Hooked, which I would recommend by Michael Moss. He does a lot of research on how foods are made to be addictive. Processed foods are made to be addictive. In labs, they actually, they um, formulate it so that the combination of sugar, salt, and fat together makes a food very addicting. So if you think of a food like Oreos, I love Oreos, but they are made to be addictive where you have a hard time putting them down. So I think a lot of times if, if you just have a package of Oreos open and you start eating them, it's really hard to stop. It takes a lot of willpower to stop. And that's because the food was designed that way. So that's a really good read if you want to know more about how addictive foods are. And he actually talks about how now like Oreos back 
when, you know, 20 years ago versus Oreos now aren't even the same because they've learned how to make them more addictive so that we can't stop eating them. So like I said, a lot of times we beat ourselves up for not being able to put some of these processed foods down and we feel bad about ourselves for not eating healthier, but they are made to be addictive. So if you can avoid processed foods, that's just the best way. Not to say you can't have any, but you do have to be careful and having more knowledge about that really helps. So when you eat healthy, your body functions better and you feel better. And as an educator, we want to make sure that we're taking the time to be the healthiest version of ourselves so we can be healthy in not only our professional life, but our personal lives as well. So now I want to talk about practical tips for incorporating healthy eating habits. Because um, one of the trainers I work out with, I love this. She says, being prepared isn't half the battle, it is the battle. That's Autumn Calabrese. And I love that saying because if I'm not prepared with healthy eating, then I just don't eat healthy. You know, if I, everybody's always like, oh, you do so good, you always meal prep. That's because I know if I don't meal prep and prepare, then I'm not going to eat healthy because it's so much easier to just grab packaged foods or just grab something that's not healthy. So the best way to have a healthier diet is meal prepping. So I like to meal prep on the weekends and I try to meal prep on Thursday nights because then I'm meal prepped for the following weekend. And it helps me um, eat healthier, but it also helps me save money because I'm very, like I create a meal plan for myself and then one for my family and what they're going to eat for the week. Not that we always eat different things, um, but then I can make a grocery list and I try to buy just what's on my grocery grocery list, which helps me save money. And I do grocery orders so that it saves me time. I can sit in my kitchen and, um, you know, I shop at Meyer, shop at Meyer online, put in my grocery order, see what I already have in the pantry, go pick it up after school one day, and that saves a ton of time. But if you don't like doing that, some people don't like it, still having a grocery list that you stick to is really important because when you go in the grocery store, it's so easy to walk by snacks and be like, oh, that looks good. I'll have to try that. And one, it's money you don't need to spend, and it's extra food that you're going to want to snack on if it's in the house. So um, just a tip there. But Tips for meal prepping. So there's different ways that you can meal prep. I would say right now is probably the easiest time to find ideas for meal prep because it's all over social media. Instagram has so many meal ideas and meal plans for healthy eating. And you can find people doing all kinds of different um, nutrition plans and get lots of ideas. I love to follow people online and see how they meal prep. So I've done it a couple different ways and I wanted to share that. The first way I've done it is I've prepped foods as individual meals. So for example, I make these um, healthy gluten-free banana chocolate chip muffins and I would make 12 and a serving is like three of them. So I'd put three in a container and have containers for each day so that when I go to work, I can just grab a container and there's my breakfast. I've also done um, prepped breakfast sandwiches where I prep the sandwich put it in the freezer. And then when I'm ready to heat them up, I just heat them up at work so I can just take a sandwich. I'm ready to go. Um, same with like lunch and dinner. I, I have everything like a salad. I'd have it already made and ready to go in five containers, one for each day, and then maybe a piece of fish or chicken with it in five containers so that I just grab my food and I go. So I've done that before. It is a little bit more time consuming, but if that's something that's helpful for you, you could do that. I've even had like veggies and little bags of snacks that I could grab. But what I do now that saves me a lot of time and it seems to be the easiest is I prep foods in bulk. 
So like I'll make a bunch of chicken or a bunch of fish and I'll just have it in one big container and then each day just grab what I need. I'll make a big salad. Um, I make mashed sweet potatoes, things like that. I cut up a bunch of veggies, like I'll just have a big container of cucumbers and just grab what I need then each day. Um, and then I also do it for my kids where for dinner, if I don't feel like cooking or it's a busy night, I just take all my meal prep food, put it out, heat up what I need to heat up. And we kind of have a buffet of healthy foods that they can pick what they want to eat. And I pick what I want to eat. So that's another easy way to do it. Um, also get foods that are easy to prep or kind of already prepped. So foods like rotisserie chickens. I love to get those when I go grocery shopping. Um, you know, just get protein pasta and you can get the frozen meatballs. That's an easy dinner I make with my family and add in some frozen broccoli. Um, I love to buy like canned chicken, canned tuna, things like that. Frozen vegetables that you can steam. Just things that are really easy. So um, yeah, that's one way to save time and eat healthy prepped foods. And then another thing I've done in the past, I, I haven't done this as much recently, but I made crock pot freezer meals. So there's a lot of people online you can follow that you can make like 20 meals at once and have them in the freezer and just add simple sides like um, steam some vegetables, make some rice, whatever you want with it and thaw them out and you throw them in the crock pot the next day. So that's another great way as you bulk like meal prep once a month and make those 20 meals or whatever you need. And then you can have those for dinner and have the leftovers for lunch. So another way to do that. So I've done that with stuffed peppers, pork roast, chicken with like peach toppings. There's all kinds, like I said, if you um, Google it or look it up on social media, there's so many people that are doing that. So that's another way that can help you stay on track and meal prep and be planned for the week. So now I want to talk about overcoming challenges because as educators, I feel like there's a lot of challenges with food everywhere. Um, there are so many foods that are unhealthy that are out. I know we have parents who will donate uh, donuts and drop off. We get pizza. Um, working in an elementary school, students always have birthday treats, holiday parties. There's always something going on. And definitely like around December, it, the treats are insane. So certain times of year are worse, but um, there are treats everywhere. So you need strategies to deal with that. So one strategy I wanted to share is with birthday treats from kids. So I rarely eat the birthday treat from a kid if they give, give it to me at school. I usually take it home for my husband or my kids or just say no thanks. Um, if it was like a present from a, a parent or, you know, a family, they got me something special. What I'll do is I'll take that home and I'll have a bite or two with my family. Um, but that way I'm not just sitting in my office eating it all. And so one, one way I keep myself accountable is I'll text my husband and say, hey, I got a really delicious donut. I'm going to bring it home. So expect to see that donut when I get home. Because once I text him that, then I'm like, if I don't bring that donut home, he's going to be like, Barb, you ate the donut. So that's my little accountability when I get a bunch of treats from kids. And then another tip is to get coworkers on board with healthy eating. So in the office that I currently work in, you know, we've all been kind of on our own journeys, but focusing on our health, which is great because it makes it less tempting to bring in treats because um, the other ladies I work with are doing so well. I don't want to sabotage anything that they're doing. Um, we've also done Weight Watchers at our school. So that was fun because there were about 15 to 20 of us all focusing on eating healthy. So we would share ideas. We were excited in the lounge, you know, to show what healthy things we were eating at lunch. So that's an idea. Um, and then we've had healthy luncheons where 
you bring just healthy sides. People who don't watch what they eat didn't like that as much. Um, but we do try to have healthy luncheons or at our luncheons, we try to have healthy options like salads and veggie trays and things like that. So there's always something good to eat. Um, another tip is to bring your own healthy snacks. So if you have the desire to snack on something, you're snacking on something healthy that you brought. And with that, I want to give you the tip to avoid trigger snacks and keeping them at school. So for me, like I keep hearts of palm, canned hearts of palm are amazing. I love them. I keep those in my desk. I keep tuna in case I forget a protein. I keep a protein shake. So if I'm really hungry, I can have a protein shake. But I used to keep like Weight Watchers, chocolate bars, things that weren't terrible, but I knew that those were trigger snacks for me. If I was stressed or if I didn't have a lot going on, I would want to just eat those snacks. So be careful with that, especially in your classroom. If you have candy for the kids, it's easy to have lunch and want chocolate and say, oh, I know I have candy for my students and go grab it. So be careful with snacks that trigger you. So if you do want candy for your students or something like that, pick candy that you don't like. That way you're not, you know, wanting to go eat it. Another tip is to practice stress, stress management techniques um, like taking deep breaths, going for a walk, just taking a pause. Because one area I know I'm really bad at when it comes to <laughs> unhealthy eating is I am a stress eater. I eat when I'm emotional, you know, eat based on emotions. Because if I deal with a stressful situation at work, I am like reaching for, I'll look in the cupboards, like where is the chocolate? Where is something that I can snack on? And so me being aware of that has helped. Also just pausing and being mindful before reaching for food is always helpful. And then having an accountability partner. So if it's a teacher you work with or someone else in the school that you can say, hey, don't let me have, you know, another cookie. Or if you're in the lounge and there's cookies and you're sitting there talking, say, I'm not going to grab a cookie. As soon as you say it out loud and tell people, you know, they'll hold you accountable. So um, that is really helpful. And then my last tip is to stay hydrated. Remember to drink at least half your body weight in water. Um, I feel like right now the in thing is these big water bottles. Um from Amazon, I just got one that is 64 ounces. I love it. So I try to drink two of these a day. But making a habit to drink water before you eat can be helpful because sometimes when you're hungry, you're actually thirsty, but your body is um, giving you signals that you're hungry. So drinking lots of water is helpful. So now that we've talked about strategies for uh, how to avoid those temptations, I wanted to just give a couple of quick tips on how to eat or what nutrition plan to follow because there's so many nutrition plans. And the thing that I will say is most nutrition plans will work if you follow it. But the biggest thing you want to figure out is what is going to be sustainable for you. Um, because, for example, keto works to take out carbohydrates. You lose weight quickly. But if it's not sustainable, you'll gain the weight back and you'll feel bad about yourself. It's, it's not a good mental game. So you want to pick a nutrition plan that's good for you mentally and it's good for you physically. So you want to focus on unprocessed foods, fruits, vegetables, healthy carbs, lean proteins, healthy fats. So you don't want to cut any food groups out. Um, me personally, I follow the 2B Mindset Nutrition Plan where there's no calorie counting. Not that calorie counting is bad. It's just for me, sometimes mentally, it can be hard on myself. I can be really hard on myself about it. So if, if you like calorie counting, if you like counting points and that works for you, that's great. Um, for me, it doesn't. 
my plan, I focus on tracking food. I focus on drinking lots of water, eating vegetables. I try to focus on the foods I can have versus obsessing over what I can't eat. Um, Because my goal is to just change my relationship with food so that it's healthy, so that everything I'm thinking around nutrition is just what's good for me, what's good for my mental health, what's good for my physical health. And it's not about depriving myself. So if you are interested in that diet, I have some information. Um, You can fill out a form in my, um, if you click the link in my bio on my Beating Educator Burnout Instagram, you'll see that I have the link there um, that you can fill out about a self-care plan and I can help you with that. But really any nutrition plan will work if you're focusing on nutrition overall and just eating healthy, having a healthy mindset about it and not beating yourself up. If you do eat processed foods or you do go off track, the goal is just that you are trying to better yourself and be more aware of the nutrition that you're having and what impacts it has on your body. So, and remember, you know, our nutrition, it has a huge impact on our physical, mental, and emotional health. And if we just want to be the healthiest versions of ourselves, then nutrition is a component that we need to work on with our self-care. And eating nutritious foods, it can just do so much for having a positive relationship with our bodies, with ourselves, and just being happier overall. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. Thank you for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about self-care and focusing on the importance of sleep. So I hope you stay tuned. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase achievement for all student populations, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.